0: Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell, and the British bomber himself, Brian Appleby-Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation, WTF. WTF. The home of all things trumpet. That's right. The World Trumpet Federation, we know you wish you would have thought of it first, is here to help you with all of your trumpet needs. Performer, teacher, student, trumpet spouse. We've got the answers that you're looking for and more. So get on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com and check us out. And by Diversify the Stand and their exciting new project, Winds of Change. Diversify the Stand's first solo collection for trumpet and piano. Just go to www.diversifythestand.org and check it out. Digital and pre-orders are open and the book ships on November 1, 2021. The project features 12 composers who give the performer an opportunity to explore their musical voice in this progressive trumpet solo collection. This book provides accessible educational pieces by living composers for players of all skill levels. Whether the student in their first few years of study or an advanced player, Winds of Change is perfect for any trumpet soloist. These works are ideal for performance in any setting, including school solo and ensembles, contests, competitions, recitals, and more. Ashley Killam and Carrie Blosser are doing amazing work to bring the music of diverse voices to the forefront to be enjoyed by everyone. The Open Bell is honored to be partnered with Diversify the Stand to support this incredibly important vision. So please go on over to www.diversifythestand.org and order your copy of Winds of Change today. The Open Bell podcast is comprised of three segments, Warming Up, Couple Things, and No Offense. We use these segments to brag about, belittle, and bloviate the information that we believe is important to a belligerent, bombastic, and brash trumpet community. Gentlemen, shall we? Warming up is the segment that allows us to ease into the show with some things that have been on our minds. And as always, brought to you by ChopSaver, the world's greatest lip treatment. It's made with all natural ingredients by our good friend, the Lord of Lips, the King of Kissers, the Earl of Ambusher, Dan Gosling.
1: <laughs> all right, Dan. <laughs> Go to
0: ChopSaver.com and order yours today. Now, you may have noticed my nod to English royalty there in the Chop Saver ad. Now, I thought it might be a nice way to segue into the British segment of our program. Lord Appleby Weinberg what's <laughs> say at the A this evening
2: I like it I like it I actually have t- I have two things one I have a correction because last week um, I was trying to get you to change Karen Amrine the composer I get her change her name it's to, to Katie and Amrine, you we're the doing it wrong yeah the stunningly great trumpet player from New York she also is like a, an entrepreneur and she writes and she d- does marketing and she's like I An amazing player she's got beautiful sound and um she's super also super super smart um that's a different person than the composer karen imran who i'm sure is a great person and wonderful composer but i need didn't need to make that (laughs) correction (laughs) this week um nicely done all right so um my topic for this week um is i don't know how close with your musicology faculty you are but our musicology faculty um, is one person, is the head of musicology. He's totally cool. His name's Davide Ciriani. He's from Italy, and every summer he goes somewhere to do research, and he'll like go to, like, to Milan and sit in the museum for, you know, three months and do research. And this past summer, despite COVID, he um, actually went to the I can't pronounce it he told and he was pronouncing it in Italian, so I, I don't really know. It's um, the museum in Vienna, the Kunst Theoritius um, Museum. It's a, I totally butchered the name, I'm sure. Um, yes, you and did. And yeah, he found it's really amazing. He came back and he talked to me about Anton Weidinger. And the <laughs> no way, <laughs> <laughs> the reason he talked about Anton Weidinger. <laughs> So good. <laughs> was because it turns out that Weininger started started on the cornet. Oh, and about other things. He also, what? You're shaking There's head no way that's true. Yeah. He started on the cornet. And, oh, what was I? Cornet. Oh, cornetto. Um, and uh, I thought that was fascinating. And another reason why everybody should begin on the cornet. And then they can lead to the trumpet. So I just right. wanted to bring that to you, the people. It right. was you, really cool.
0: You know that the Cornetto and the Cornet are not the same thing, right? It's the same thing. It's not the same thing. Cornet, Cornetto, whatever
3: it takes. Whatever what, it
0: takes. You <laughs> say on. Cornetto. And I'm out. I say you're wrong. <laughs> wow. I can't. So well, thanks this is to my, too,
2: my colleague, Dr. Davide Chirianni, for that great wisdom from the summer. Uh,
0: two episodes in a row now with an Anton Vidinger shout-out. I think there we could go. be on to something.
3: This is, this is uh, unsustainable yeah. on so many <laughs> levels.
0: <laughs> it's going to happen, Anton Beininger. Uh, Joey, <laughs> what do you have for us, Anton Beininger? Uh, uh, I have
3: this. Uh, it's the fall semester. So um, if you have music education students, a lot of times they're going to student teach in the spring, which means you need to do their senior recitals in the fall. Now, I have three seniors in my studio this year. Two of them are music education majors. One's a performance major. So one of them comes in and says, hey, I'm thinking about this particular date for my recital. Yeah, that looks good. Mm -hmm. Second one comes in. Hey, I'm thinking about this particular weekend. Now, she plays in in the marching band. I said, "That's Saturday's a football game. How about that Sunday? I said, that'll work. You need to check uh, with one of my other students. No problem. Third student comes in. Okay, I've already talked to them. Can I go on that same day? So what I've got coming, if you want to come see... A triple header of senior recitals. You need to be in Bloomington, Indiana on November 14th. November 14th, one o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock. Senior, senior, senior recital. It's going to be awesome. I mean, it's like, nice. I I found this to be maybe the funniest thing that's happened. It's never happened since I've been here that I've had that many in one day.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you this Do the families do receptions after recitals there at IU?
3: So, yeah, some do. Yeah, they'll go right. down and, like set, they'll get like in one of the theory rooms and look. Yeah, because you know, this is a, this happens to be a Sunday, so right. you go in there and they'll have a little spread.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Around here in the spring, with all the recitals, you don't even have to eat ever, anywhere else. You <laughs> could just hang in the built. No offense, Brian, hang in the building all day. Yeah, and just be fed. Well, yeah. this that's is what
3: uh, this is what Deirdre and I were talking about. Is what we should do is then have essentially a studio party out of my house at seven. You know, like oh, you finish up yeah. all the recitals, everybody just come on out, bring your families, we'll get out in the backyard and, and yeah. just have a have a hang. Again, no offense to you personally, Brian. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. But, uh, I thought that's a that's been the most fun thing to, uh, at the beginning of the school year to get that scheduled.
0: That is great.
3: The triple header.
0: Come uh, on all out to Bloomington. in one day. Yeah, yeah. Brian. It's it been out. a while since we've been to Bloomington. Maybe we should go out for that. Come
3: on out. It'd be a great time. Go back to Bloomington. Yeah, it's ready. That was right. a good week.
0: It was a great week. It was. Except for right.
3: that
2: throwing up after Clark. Clark too, but Clark 2 on e ex- Not after, during, <laughs> during. During. <laughs> just to be I know, clear. I know
3: Clark. I know Clark
0: too. Where's the book? Joey says, do you think he's okay? Because I at least stopped when I noticed you were in distress. Joey, of course, the metronome was on and the book was open, so on. he just Met- powered through.
3: The horn doesn't come off your face until the right. end of the study.
0: So Brian leaves and he goes, do you think he's okay? And I'm like, no no Bink, this isn't where we need the five minute Bink, break. and he starts playing again
3: huh. <laughs> <Next> exactly <game. laughs> oh man that's how it goes all right bill what do, what do you got for us today
0: so I, this really interesting thing happened so as you know like a little we'll, pet we'll project be the judge of that yeah little <laughs> pet project on the side i i've been helping the mechanicsburg high school marching band for many many years now, This is the mash I've, band right the mash band you got it yeah uh, you've seen the yeah. the swag
3: I, I i love them this way so i'm going to is this MASH trivia time? Is this where you get, no, get in the car, not, Frank, right here?
0: No, tra- <laughs> MASH trivia. You know how much I love MASH. Exactly. Anyway, um, so I go this year to help with the brass section, and I meet this really wonderful young woman who's a trumpet player. She's a freshman who happens to be deaf. Interesting. And she's got cochlear implants, so oh, there's some there we go. Okay. level of hearing, and we're working through an interpreter because I know just enough sign language to get myself in trouble. Um, <laughs> so I can fingerspell, like, you know one word a minute and uh so but we are uh, this thing has been incredible for me we're developing this communication about sound to her and how she achieves different things and what it feels like to her to play and how much she can hear and how much she can't and joey i've thought of you many times in this process because not only about the pedagogy of this but because you would this young lady you would love her she's type a plus 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 and she needs to know I like her already. She wants to know, you know, because they're translating, well, you said full or you said clear. I don't. What does that mean? Right. Right. And she's all in with trying to figure it out. So some words that we typically use to talk about color don't really color of sound, for example, don't translate well. Now, she does speak really well. She lost her hearing at like age three or four. Mm -hmm. So she speaks beautifully. Um, and she reads lips and, but with the interpreters there, it's, it's on all the time, but she is, as soon as there's a break, she's right at me. What about this? You said this. What does this mean? How do I do that?
3: I, I Just need like Joey. To come out there.
0: I know. That's what I'm saying. You would love to meet her. So I need to she, meet her. I want to talk to her
3: and, and get in a room. We need to play some trumpet.
0: Right. So she's like once, awesome. how do I do this? How do I do this? So I wrote Clark two out on the board for her. In chunks to show her, right? Well, this is when I figured out the work ethic is through the roof. She comes back the next day, bam. She has it done. <laughs>
2: Whole thing's done. She's amazing.
0: And the other part of this is which is less about the trumpet thing, but just about how this this young lady functions is that she's out there in marching band, can't hear the metronome, back turned to the drum major, to the director, hasn't missed a step off and her feet are money in time when she's moving and playing. Wow. I, I am completely blown away. It's been the coolest thing and, and pedagogical challenge for me to try to transfer the things that I do. And it works like the, there are things that work once we figure out exactly how to get the point across. It's crazy. You guys would love the situation. Yeah.
3: I just like to come out now. I need, I want I I <laughs> to come by rehearsal. This is important. Yeah. yeah. So we got to figure whole, out a schedule. way.
0: If you're back in Pittsburgh again, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, yeah, she's remarkable. And the whole thing for me has been just incredibly enlightening. So just thought I'd share that. I don't know if you guys have had to deal with that in your career.
3: I have never (laughs) dealt with any trumpet player with any kind of, uh, hearing loss at any level, like like that. That's really,
0: uh, Um, thats astounding. Yeah. So she tells me if the sound gets too high, she can't hear. So I, I can play from a low G to a G on top of the staff and she's got it. She knows I'm playing. She can hear what it is. As soon as it goes above that gone. She doesn't get any of it. Yeah.
3: So she can't hear anything I'm playing.
0: No. She, you, <laughs> she thinks you're just posing with the okay. horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, here I'm, I like play higher for her and she just stand there shaking her head like, no, I got nothing. It's not I'm a thing. That is terrible for the ego. She can feel
2: the bass notes through her feet, though. Yeah. But yeah. Like, cool. yeah, you could
0: do that. Right? She, can, she can thing. latch onto the tubas in terms of pitch. You know, it's right. been really interesting. And I had oh, to tell her like, fantastic. when you're wrong, you're flat. You're never sharp, <laughs> you know. But that's her. That's her default. But uh, yeah. I, I just wanted to bring it up because it's just been an incredible, like, enlightening and uplifting thing to work with her. So,
2: good on her and good on the band for for oh, embracing really yeah. it. it and,
0: Mechanicsburg is and great. To, like yeah. they, they're the school in the area that supply the interpreters to the family. There's three of them working entirely all day. You know, and they're not musicians, and what they do to get the point across is just (laughs) incredible.
3: Yeah, that's a really hard job.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no doubt about it. Anyway, there you go. Very cool. Well, listen, you guys have been so gracious. You know, we're going to talk about uh, my new book tonight. New book. New 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 book. book. (laughs) Which means The Backboard Bingo, the 26th Contemplative Studies Edition. Here we go. Now, you guys. Fair.
2: Joey edited the whole thing. Come
0: on. Yeah, but Brian, you recorded them all and played them on Instagram.
2: Well, not well.
0: Oh. I haven't, I haven't looked at them since I, <laughs> I agreed since to publish the them. Edit, right? <laughs> not, just,
3: not just editing, but typeset them all. I've yeah, not put them all you did. in. You're in It is in very deep. pretty. It's yeah. really well done. It's a very pretty yeah. book.
0: So, well, thank you. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit more about it in a couple things. But, of course, we're going to set it up to test your knowledge of the book oh, we're folding. with some backboard bingo. <laughs> This,
2: right. We've been in on the ground floor of this, and we're still going to fold. This You're
0: is going to be this is going to be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. So, question one. I'm going to really love reading these questions. Uh, in my new book, 26 Contemplative Studies for <laughs> Trumpet. <laughs> oh my god, this is already unbearable. <laughs> oh Study number thirteen is titled A. Beauty. B. Grace. C. Kindness. Or D. Joy you wouldn't throw
3: any of them in that aren't in the book because that would have really helped. I'm pretty sure all four of those are in oh, the Oh, they're book. all in the book. Yeah. yeah. All those See, are tit- this is actual would. W- this is why I was after you to write one per letter, 26 and A, B, C, D, E. You know, well, you I, know. I don't want to. <laughs> and I would know that if it was number 13, it would have to start with M because M is the 13th right. letter of the alphabet and everybody I knows know. that.
0: So here's um, the thing. You know, volume two is already in the works and I did follow your advice on that and there is one word per letter, but that's not going to help you tonight. Okay,
3: hold on. Take me through that again.
0: Yeah. In my new book, okay, oh, yeah. just the oh thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, A, beauty. B, grace. C, kindness. And D, joy. See, and I think number, beauty's early. Number 13.
3: Mm-hmm. I think this is, it's either,
2: yeah, it's either I think it's C either or
3: kindness or grace.
2: I'm going to go with kindness. As soon as you said, yeah, as soon as you said it, I was thinking kindness. It's okay. at that, that point in the book. It, you're both right.
0: You're wow. both right. Yeah, C, wow. kindness. Good New for book. you. New book. Study number 13. Oh, my gosh. Yep, poem Poem and etude, kindness. All right, great. Question two. I tried to vary these a little bit, so. Yeah. In my new book, <laughs> wow. tw- I see how this is going to be. <laughs> wow. 26 Contemplative Studies for Trumpet. What number is titled Recalibrate?
3: Oh my gosh. Do we get A, choices here?
0: Number 16, B22, C18, or D7? Recalibrate. 16, 22, 18, or 7?
2: 16, 22. The first thing I was going to say it's- was 15. It's not, it's
0: not well, 7. Well, that's not it's, a choice. So.
3: It's say, not 7. Say, it's later I'm than that. I'm
2: going to say 16.
3: It's, it's definitely not 7.
0: Brian is saying A16. <sighs> recalibrate. 16,
3: 22, 18. I've eliminated 7. I don't think it's that early.
0: Okay.
2: Nobody recalibrates that early.
0: No, you, it takes a while before you have to recalibrate. Hold on.
3: I think it's 18.
0: Brian, you say A-16. Joey says C-18. Joey is right.
1: Yeah. There
0: it is. There it is. Since it's it's, it's question two, you get zero points. Hold on a second. Hold on a
1: second.
0: Question three. As you know...
3: In my my new (laughs) book. (laughs) No!
0: I would not do that three times in a row. As you know, 26 contemplative studies for trumpet features original poetry and etudes by yours truly. Study... (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh, study number 24 is based on a poem titled virtuosity in what key is that study written
3: which one's virtuosity? do we get choices here
0: uh you do a g major b d minor c f major or d d flat major it's oh virtuosity, virtuosity.
3: Isn't this F major? Isn't this the it's one F that's major. a lot of F major, right? <laughs> right? is that right?
0: That's the one. Yeah. Yes. C, F major. Well yeah. done. Yeah. See, yeah. and I varied the question. Sense like right. a pattern here. Question number four.
3: In my new book. In my new book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 26 <laughs> Contemplative Studies. The poem titled Remembering has a very familiar tune woven into the texture of the study. The tune is A... Amazing Grace, B. Old Lang Syne, C. The Rugged Cross, or D. Semper Paratus.
3: Okay, it's the poem tall Lang Syne. Remember. It's not Old Lang Syne. It's A-L-U-D. It's first of all, <laughs> yeah, first of all. So I don't think it's that because you you would have you would know how that is. So Auld. What okay, it's either C it's either C or D. What do you think, Brian?
2: What was D? Uh, D is Semper, Semper Paratus. Paratus.
3: <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Rugged Cross.
0: C Rugged Cross. That's what I'm C. going with. And Brian, you're saying
2: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Rugged Cross. That's right. yeah. You're
0: both wrong because if you've been paying it's attention, good. Semper Paratus is the Coast Guard hymn. And you know my father served in the Coast Guard. Uh, uh.
3: So, but you're Catholic, so I thought it was rugged crap. Hmm, that's not a Catholic, Jim. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> like that school you
0: teach at. <laughs> oh, here we go. It's been a while. I, I thought there might be a that. chance. I no, thought when we became a university, the Joey would walk away. <laughs> All right, question five. 26 contemplative studies is intended for use by, A, high school trumpet players, B, University level trumpet players. C. Trumpet players born in New Jersey that attend college in Pennsylvania. <laughs>
1: so, well,
3: that's a that's a large audience. <laughs>
2: that's a, a lot of books. That's D. Big...
0: <laughs> any advancing trumpet player looking to improve their musicianship. This or, is a, t- this, this is a <laughs> tough one. Yeah, all of the, <laughs> D. Yeah, yeah. It's it's D. clearly D. It's clearly D. Although yeah. there are a lot of trumpet players from New Jersey that. Come to school in Pennsylvania
3: now. D, and yeah. C is a subset of D, obviously. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah,
0: I like that. All right. there is a bonus question because any you know good bingo game would have a bonus question. That's how bingo um, works. That's how bingo works. I've been studying. It's, you're finally I've been catching up. Yeah. About time. not not Texas bingo, but real bingo. We've
1: taken fifty-three episodes, fifty-four two episodes. This is our
3: fifty-second, Brian. Just so you know, <laughs> yeah. like a deck of cards.
0: <laughs> All right. What led me to write 26 poems and 26 etudes? What is the significance of the number 26 for this project?
3: Do
2: we get, do we get, we
3: get choices here too? We just
0: have to make No, there's up. no choices. This is just, Bono you gotta know
2: this. The doesn't
0: have choices. The bon- right. Come on. <laughs> Again, bingo rules.
2: Well,
3: see, this is what made me angry when you told me 26. I was thinking one per letter of the alphabet. Is there are 26 no. letters in the alphabet? That's not it because you didn't do that.
0: And I didn't do that, but yeah. I did it on the next volume.
3: Okay. Uh, um. Does this go with the academic year? Thirteen teaching weeks per semester?
0: No, oh, no, I would. That was nowhere near my mind when I was doing this project. Okay. Or really any other project.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can work on one etude for two weeks.
0: Uh,
3: and then the book goes in a year. That doesn't
0: sound right. Nope, that is not it.
3: Does this have something to do with some sort of lunar calendar sort
2: of vibe? <laughs>
0: Interesting. No. Brian. You got a guess.
2: Joey's Pittsburgh going with lunar with, calendar. Who, who's number twenty? 20, it, uh, has 20, 20 I, it has nothing to do with Rod Woodson. It's nothing to do with
0: Rod Woodson. But I, I
3: stand by the lunar calendar.
0: <laughs> Joey's going to find a way to make that right. Okay, my dad was born in 1926.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. He, no, no he, no, he wasn't.
0: No, he was. <laughs> Brian's father, on the other hand, yeah, we've been through that. So Brian
3: has to write a lot more etudes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, wow. he's gonna he better get to work. All right, guys, you did better than I thought you would. Good on you. Yeah. That was great. All right, time for a couple things. Uh. A primary goal in my teaching has been to help students understand how to inform their musicianship, to be open to influences outside of the music itself, you know, in order to enhance the way they grow and play as trumpeters. So tonight, along with my friends, I have the distinct pleasure to talk about a project that is exceedingly important to me. and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about my new book and share the concepts behind it. So, gentlemen, thanks for letting us talk about 26 Contemplative Studies for Trumpet. I do appreciate it.
3: Now, Wait,
2: according trumpet, to the cover, or flugelhorn. it does say
3: trumpet, cornet, or flugelhorn.
0: It, it does.
2: Say cornet, trumpet, or flugelhorn. It's, is meant, it's, to really... be,
0: uh, it's meant to be inclusive for Brian. <laughs> that's
2: right.
3: Why would we want to include Brian, I guess is
0: the, the question. <laughs> because excluding him is so much fun. Why would we really want to exclude He yeah, actually excludes true. himself.
3: That's true. We always want to include easy. him. He's the one that's taking right. a step out. All right, so Bill. Take us through what makes this book different from other books.
0: Well, so that's a great, great way to start. So I, of course, started out writing lyrical etudes, because that's what I think is important to help students, you know, promote sound and learn musicianship and all those things that carry across to their ensemble performances and all that. But what makes it different is that instead of asking them to come up with some ideas about what they're thinking about when they're playing or informing it or coming up with a story or text or anything like that, I provided it.
3: And exactly how are you providing this sort of thing?
0: So what I did was I wrote 26 original poems to accompany the 26 original studies. So each one of them uh, are based on a single word title. and so you got some of those during Backboard Bingo, but there are things like alone, angst, discontentment, forgiveness, generosity, happiness, peace, nostalgia, things like that. Um, and those were concepts that I thought would make intriguing connections musically. So um, the sometimes uh, I wrote the etude first, sometimes I wrote the poem first. But in all cases, I had in mind the things that I would think about or the, the ideas that you know, that came to me when I thought of those single words. Is it so important the idea- that the,
2: the, mm-hmm. the, the readers take away the same thing that you did? Or is it okay that they come that it evokes another emotion, other ideas, different pictures, their own no, experience, uh, they draw on uh, their uh, own experiences?
0: they're drawing their own experiences i mean i think it's like anyone else who would read a piece of poetry we we could come away from it with different understandings what's really important is that there's something that you are thinking something (laughs) that you're trying to infuse your music with something yeah
2: and i've heard i've heard uh, poets um talk about poetry and say poetry needs to be read out loud Mm -hmm. to have its most impact so Mm. do you encourage that i mean i've read these out loud right um and there's a sing-song quality to them there's a musical mm-hmm. quality to them which you would expect um, right and i enjoy that aspect of them um just the way the words work i mean you do obviously you're doing the i mean at the opening of the show it's like you do it it's a light switch and all of a sudden you're in this voice and this this <laughs> mood and you're you're like you have a thing with words, your association uh-huh. with the words and the sounds I think is right. is important for people to understand, but it's if people read it out loud and then play, I think that's a another maybe deeper level of connection to it
0: yeah, I mean, I like that and i and I think the real thing is the, the part of it is that if you if a student brings this to a lesson, obviously it's the catalyst for an open discussion, you know what does it? What does it mean to you? Well, here it is on the page. We can both interpret what this is, but we're not sort of just trying to pull something out of thin air. Well, I think it's about a mountain or I think it's about a lake. I mean, which it could be. But ultimately, it gives us a starting point for a conversation, which I'm hoping um, then, yeah, Brian, you know, happens out loud and then it influences what's happening in the music. Um, you know, I've often, for years, I've drawn the parallel between. Um, you know, a a section of music to me is like a paragraph, a phrase is like a sentence, each note is like a word. Um, And I think that things go together that way, um, in my mind, so this was a chance to try to do that and make that connection. All right, so when you're thinking about performance, right?
3: So obviously, Mm -hmm. most of the time what we use etudes for is like, you know, musical development alone and in a lesson, right? Right. So from a performance standpoint, you have any uh, broader vision for how these could be used in a performance setting
0: yeah what's interesting is that you know when I was writing them it was really just about the pedagogy of this idea that of um, informed musicianship right let's inform how you're going to approach this but then it was actually a couple of my students because I was taking them to studio class to try them out and we were talking about the words and the meanings and all that and a couple of them were like I'd like to do this one on my senior recital are you okay with that Mm -hmm. and I thought oh well I didn't I didn't really think about them for performance and this one student was like I'd really like to have the poem read would you do that before I play this you know play the study mm-hmm. and I'm like well of course I would that's great and so that kind of came about as a discussion but originally that was not my intent but obviously they would work that way
3: well I think this is this gets to uh, what I talk about a lot which is this is why I like etudes etudes are aside from unaccompanied solos the only place where we're responsible for a hundred percent of the music, right? So if we really tackle them that way, and we should be tackling etudes that way, not just like okay, you know, I play the stage because this one's kind of sort of about tonguing, so I got to kind of work on that, and then I play it. Well, you know, okay, is that better? We move on. No, 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 no. Think of each etude as literally an unaccompanied solo, and what you've given us here with the poetry. Imagine a student walking out, reading the poem playing that etude that's a an actual soloistic performance it's it's built into the book you could do yep. them
0: as
2: a little set
0: yeah little they could be you know three. and and of course most of them as you know you know, are, are lyrical studies but there are some more active ones like virtuosity and joy and um, flow you know mm-hmm. for example those are faster ones but i, I hope hopefully i think we're what we're all sort of getting at here is that this is this really we're trying to put music within the context of something else, so like contextualize our music in some way. And I think this is an this was the important gap for me. It always has been for students to understand that instead of just you know, it's great to sound wonderful and play all the notes, but it's got it's got to be coming from somewhere else and evoke some other sort of feel, feeling. You know?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I hadn't thought of this until right now because you know I've been playing these as as we put these together. You know, mm-hmm. as, you know. The three of us, you've been sending us stuff and us going, is this, do you mean, how are we, <laughs> uh, I, I've been playing these on a lot of different horns. The idea of like what you just said, like of a set. Like, wow, how many, could I get there all 26? Let's see if I've, hmm, if I had 13 different trumpets, I could just go through it twice. <laughs> I need to go buy some new horns. You definitely <laughs> need new horns. This so, is the reason we need that E flat, uh, E flat cornet, right? See, mm-hmm.
2: here's the other thing. These actually the just the, the pieces themselves stand on their own as music without um, without the the poem even. Um, because when we were I was first reading them, um, I found them to be very musical. Um, and it was it was always with the title. Right. You, you right. had the titles from the beginning.
0: You had the titles, um, but you didn't have poetry.
2: But I didn't have the poetry. Right, um, and that was totally fine. They totally stand alone. Also, I think right. the poetry just adds so much more depth.
0: I, and I think people now that have heard you play those on, on Instagram are thinking, "Oh, this explains everything." Brian didn't have the poetry. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what was going on. No, or, I I do appreciate that. Job. I mean. <laughs> that, that's the, the goal. And yeah, and I'm pointing out, you know, Brian, you, um, you know, I, I did these to promote lyrical playing and musical playing, but you actually use them in a rehabilitative sort of way. Totally. And they, they, you know, they're not super rangy. They're pretty careful in that regard. So. But if
2: you're doing rehab, they're super rangy. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, no the, but, but the that, that but, top of the staff was pretty high on in the third line down right of just playing straight through you know sure sure but you
3: have kept through. these at a, at a very accessible level for for most yes. adult, if you're a, a high school trumpet player mm-hmm. you know you likely have the range to play through this book mm-hmm. and then it would be a great you know it'd be great for you
0: well, I, and I wanted to ask you guys, because we, we have, obviously, we've talked about these a ton, and I've sent them out to you, and I've sent you recordings and all that, that kind of stuff, but I would really like to think, in addition to the, the conceptual part of this and the fact that it promotes a certain kind of beautiful playing, that I think there are some interesting trumpet, trumpet problems to solve in these. Mm-hmm. I think there are, there are certain challenges built in them that will make you better.
3: Well, yeah. For those of you who are, and all of you should, go get the book. Uh where we put the breath marks are very intentional, not right. just not from a trumpet standpoint but from a music standpoint because uh you know Bill sent these out and, and a lot of times you would have a phrase mark with n b marked mm-hmm. it was like this is a place where you know you we're connecting these two phrases but there should not be a breath we're in lots of other play lots of other etude books or lots of other things might be thinking well sure we'll just stop take a breath there and you're thinking no my concept is this is connected all the way through so then we had to make those decisions of okay where musically does this make and for a lot of trumpet players they could be thinking well i could just no 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 no. the mm-hmm. music like we made some we made some musical choices in- there, intentional very right. intentional that make that work
0: um yeah, and we, we kind of went back and forth on some of those. You know, the mm-hmm. other the other part of that, of course, was the they do have metronome markings. But I really wrestled with that idea because I didn't. They're not meant to be played in a rigid fashion. They're meant to be very rubato and free. Right, so. but
3: but I think those give a, like a good starting point because if yeah. you just write on Dante,
0: right, yeah,
3: that's a that's a big window. But if you say hey, it's going to be here, that's a good starting point. You know, yeah. any anybody can put their metro in there and go. Okay, so I want to be in. I want to be around here, and that's where I start. And then you still do have, of course, musical freedom to move.
0: Right. And I, the other, I think it was ultimately, I think it was a good decision because the, what I would really like to see the book used for, uh, maybe, are some all-state auditions or state auditions. Right. So students are. There is going to be an expectation that they at least put it in a ballpark. You know, on. Do we on know that anybody kind of has been process. recording
3: any all-state auditions? Like,
0: God, <laughs> well, do we know you anybody? Know, Huh. You know, so Pennsylvania's all-state thing works differently, but our good friend John <laughs> Marchiando, he just he asked for two. I sent him two, and he made it part of the project. Of course,
1: <laughs>
3: he did. You know, fifty
0: of those. He did all fifty John. states. Insane. Yeah,
3: he's a crazy Insane. person.
0: And then went on sabbatical.
3: Right. Well, there you go. There's the smart <laughs> man. That's right.
2: So he's you know currently winning. About your your tempo markings, Bill, um, is that I've actually played these at a bunch of different tempos. And mm. oftentimes, music just won't work doing that like they, it, the music just won't stand up right to playing different tempos this actually does you can actually go i mean i've gone as much as 20 clicks on either side of the mark tempo still yeah. works it's good musical
0: well i'm glad to hear that um yeah and I, I think that's i think that's a possibility especially if you're trying to use this kind of playing to eventually build some technique you know mm-hmm. I, I think it, it works it works yeah, there, great there,
3: for that there are there are Sure, they're in, intended to be like you're saying informed, informed and musical, right? Right. But there are there are technical things here that you might run up against and say, "Huh, how do I make this sound good?" Right.
0: Because yeah.
3: if you just kind of hammer your way through, it's just not going to sound good.
0: Yeah. So I think, like in in particular, like one that stands out to me is um, number five, discontentment. That's got some a very angular sort of lip slurs, right? The harmonically speaking um, you know, uh, a little bit more challenging with some of that. Um, same with beauty that actually has some really interesting things in it. And and so along with that, you know, like the poems, you hear the word beauty and it, it addresses what beauty is, but it addresses the idea that there's more than one thing that is beautiful and there's more than one perspective on something that's beautiful. So dissonance can be beautiful. Angular lines can be beautiful. Um, and, you know, I, I, w- I w- remember back when, you know, when Tromba Moody, when we played at Carnegie Hall, you remember the, w- how much fun that was, right? And, was and we, we did one or two of my pieces that I had written. And, of course, I'm like, I'm not a composer. I was just messing around writing a trumpet ensemble piece. And I remember being I, there I don't, that hold, night.
3: Hold, hold on, hold on what I, don't know. Well, I hate I, to be the one to break this to you I, I know but you're you're a composer
0: well you know what <laughs> I don't know how, I don't but, I don't know how to put it any other way <laughs> well at the time like I'm thinking like I realized that night as I was standing on stage introducing the piece that like Kevin McKee was there that guy's a composer you know I mean that's what he does and I'm so I don't here I am going like oh no I'm a poet like oh no what am I saying <laughs> have i done but you know what i think there's a certain i'm okay with this i'm i'm okay there's a certain vulnerability to that that i think goes along with music making and yeah i'm saying that this is an important way for me to do this and yes i wrote this and i wrote this and this is how i think it works so um but you got to
3: put it out there you never had any qualms about this with conducting
0: (laughs) (laughs) not until he met you that's that's (laughs) not exactly yeah, that's a worse mark on my resume than anything else, right? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, The funny thing is, as you guys know too, I, and I'll, I'll be clear about this, I initially started out to use someone else's poetry. It was not my intent to write the poetry, right? But when that became, that obviously clearly was not going to happen, I wrote the poems in a very short period of time. Hmm. Like it was between, like it was like between early January and mid-February. I wrote all 26 of them. Huh. Yeah, that happened pretty quickly.
2: Have you written poetry before? Like, were were you aware that it was going to happen that quickly? Like, you just, that you had that in you?
0: No, I mean, I've done a lot of writing. But no, I never sat down intentionally to write poetry. That was just a, it was entirely inspired.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, at, at the time I was up north taking care of my mom, who was having a pretty hard time. And there I was in my childhood home with a lot of time on my hands and I was practicing and playing and writing etudes and really feeling kind of grateful and, you know, inspired. And it all just kind of came together. So, and now I don't think I've given you an update, but, um, volume two, there's 20 etudes written of the 26. Holy moly. And we haven't seen any of them. You've not seen any of these.
3: This You're is holding out. Pouring out I, of
0: you. I am. Well, I'm trying to get through this project first, and I'm working with a designer, which I, I shout huge shout out to Morgan Miller, right? Morgan's Graphic awesome. designer. She did great
3: work. Yeah. Morgan
0: is that awesome, is. and she's helping me set up the website and all that stuff. But, and so I've I've given this to uh, our horn teacher, who says I don't need to change anything. Like he thinks the ranges are great for horn.
2: Yeah, they work fine for horn. So do you just change the cover, or yeah. do you actually change the color
0: them? and do a bass clef version? Well, if yeah, horn, you, horn players can just buy the trumpet book.
2: But do you want to put or or French horn on the cover?
0: No, no. no we, we I, I would want never want to put then. that on anything. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I, there's. I'm not. Do not want that. Is I'm. I'm okay being a poet and conductor, but I'm not going to put horn <laughs> on the cover of the book. Um. And Brian, your colleague Mike Farner was out to do some right. teaching in a grad class I did this summer, and he Uphonium. played someone euphonium and said, "Don't change anything. Just drop him into bass clef."
3: Nice. Yeah, they'd they'd work for euphonium and trombone in there.
0: Yeah, the ranges are careful enough. Man, he sounded great, by the way.
3: Yeah, he can
2: play.
0: He can really play. I was like, wow.
3: So, so Bill, let's say uh, I'm listening to the podcast and I'm interested in this book. Where could I find it?
0: So you're going to love this part. This is really amazing. You're going to go (laughs) to williamstoman.com.
3: I'm going there right now. Which I couldn't believe I
0: got. And uh, Morgan has done a great job putting together the website oh, and all that. that. It's all there. You can read about the book. There's, of course, the bio and some some blog stuff that I've written. Mm. Um, free shipping, by the way, right now. So Very yeah, pretty. Yeah, why not? Wow. I mean, it's just important to me to get the book out there, and I'd like to get it rolling. So there you have it. So we're wow. just yeah, about by the time this comes out, everything's going to be in place We're I've, I've shipped a bunch out already to the folks that helped. And, you know, you guys obviously were part of this and I've got some former students too: Dr. Ben Blasco and Jessica Turnbaugh Williams, Dr. Carrie Blosser, of course, from Diversify the Stand and the yep. former student of mine, Angie Ye, who's teaching in Virginia. And they just kind of did some preliminary reading through of stuff like you guys did. And so I've sent some out to them and got some really great reviews from, I'm very grateful, uh, Ryan Gardner, um, Amy McCabe, Terry Everson, and of course yeah. you guys. Yeah. So I, it's it's an exciting thing and uh, it's been a lot of fun to do. It's been a learning experience. That's for sure.
3: So Bill's new book.com was taken?
0: That was, I tried. <laughs>
3: <laughs> In I mean, my what?
0: new book. <laughs> I knew you guys would really appreciate wow. that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, you guys have played through them, so, you know, um, you know, and I, and I appreciate your endorsement too, but you, you know, the target audience and you know how to use these things. I think for the, the high school player advancing and in particular, maybe, you know, first couple years, college student who just needs to do some refining on how they're making musical decisions. I think this would work great. There oh, are yeah, some real
2: technical demands as well though. So it's, it's um, there, there are things, the intervallic slurs, the, um, the endurance. Yeah, um, it's not rangy in terms of leap. It's not super high, but um, you do have to connect above the sta- below the staff to above the staff, mm-hmm. uh, in often in one breath. Um, the breathing right. is really interesting. Um, Joey was really careful about you know talking to Bill about that, um, <laughs> and and being knowing that he can play a phrase a lot longer than a lot of people. And if there was anything that you couldn't do, saying, uh, nobody's going to be able to do this because Joey's a giant. Right. <laughs>
3: and listen, I will tell you, if I were a freshman, if I could go back to when I was a freshman in college, and I think I've talked about this before, there was a lot of, listen, you can teach technique, but musicality, you're either born with it or, or you're screwed. Which, <laughs> when I heard that when I was 18, <laughs> thought, oh, my gosh. I'm screwed. I'm screwed. <laughs> you know, and and but I'll tell you, Barbara Butler spent a lot of time working on exactly this. And I've talked about this. You know, I like, bring me some songs. What do those mean? How does this go right? If if I had a book like this, you'd say, "Here, okay, take number one out, read the poem out loud like it mm. means something." That's right. what you're playing. Like that yeah. doesn't exist anywhere in trumpet literature. This is right. yeah. this is new. This exist. is new, and this is helpful. Like you got to actually think. I've got to make music that means this it gives real meaning to an etude in real time
0: yeah and i'm okay with that you know using that as a start and then again it's just that i think like anything else we have to practice it right you have to practice doing this whether it's with an etude and then you can transfer that knowledge into the next excerpt that you're doing or into the next solo that you're playing you know so that's the idea hoping it catches on hoping people like it we've got good feedback so far and we'll find out new book new book so i need to start sending you volume 2
3: yeah right? yeah let's let's take a look now i have a if few pl- more
2: notes <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound nearly as bad few more and, notes. <laughs> and
3: for, for our devoted listeners let us tell you that bill um is not great with music notation software so he's actually writing these <laughs> like pencil <laughs> on staff paper well, and his manuscript is not great Something come on come on i no, have called not. you saying is that a g or an a <laughs> because it's just hanging there <laughs> and i've played through it going i don't know kind of could
0: go either but way to be, fair to be, <laughs> to fair, be fair, fair to be fair you know sometimes those are pretty close calls and you you're just that meticulous so which is why you're doing this i want it to be i
3: want i want it to be what you you're want it all over it, man yeah it, it's, it's Wait, really what was great. the one there was one we had to rewrite the whole thing Because I wrote it, I wrote what you wrote, and then I played it to you, and you said, "That's not what I wrote." That's not right. That's what you wrote. Oh, my
0: God. Joey forgot how to read music.
3: <laughs> you, you had it in your head one way. and That is not what you put down on the page.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was joy. That was when I thought it would be really fun to write it, like, in 13.8 or something. And then you talked me out of that. So.
3: Well, that's not what you actually... No, it really that's wasn't. That's not actually what you wanted no. to play. I said, just play well, it for me. I'm like, okay, right. that we can do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was not a project uh, that helped my ego uh in any way no because you have me and brian going
3: are you 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 kidding (laughs) you can't do that
0: or i send you recordings like i'm like i'm sitting here in the basement i record i'm like okay this is really pretty i'm very happy that i sent it to you guys is that a click at 30 (laughs) seconds in that's the first thing you're going to say to me not like great line Uh, do you guys hear some do you hear some popping in that
3: if you could get rid of the popping and clicking we wouldn't say that
0: Well, listen, I, I, I appreciate <laughs> exactly. I appreciate the chance to talk about it. Uh, please go to the website and check it out, and we'll get something posted on the uh, World Trumpet Federation website William as well.
3: williamstoman.com.
0: williamstoman.com. Yeah, because my free new shipping. Bill's new book was not available. <laughs> yes, free shipping.
2: That's amazing.
0: Free shipping. That's to get
2: exciting. a book out of Mechanicsburg.
0: It is. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to get
2: anything out of Mechanicsburg.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you could take the boy out of mechanicsburg on oh, no, the way no that's not it anyway um but thanks guys i appreciate the chance to talk about it well done and congratulations thank you and now time for no offense
1: <laughs>
0: and of course we tie in no offense to what we talked about tonight. So it's I'm tempting to say if you don't buy no offense, but if you don't buy my book, you're doing it wrong. But that's not what <laughs> I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna say is I'm tempted, but he would I never he would never say, say it. He would never say if you no, I would, don't I buy Bill's I, book,
3: you're doing wrong. No one would ever no, say no, that. especially
0: not me. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I mean no. it's my new book. Why I can't that's not even right. No, but, that would be way over the line. I will say if you're fixated on operating the trumpet machine with no regard for music, you are doing it wrong. And I yeah, have a solution. <laughs> so if that's
3: if you have heard this criticism, hey, listen, um, your trumpet, you operate the trumpet pretty well, but there's like no music there. Have we got a book for
0: you? Right. <laughs> you guys are catching on to the marketing thing. Exactly, well done. Exactly. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Yeah, there are lots of people out there that figure out how to make the, the trumpet work. And then they're mystified yeah. why they don't win auditions or they don't get hired for gigs or no one wants to play with them.
0: Right. Yeah. And how many times has that come down to context? You know, whether it's an orchestra uh, excerpt audition and you could tell that that person has never played that with an orchestra or yeah, right. even bothered listening to how orchestras play it. You know, right. But it's coming up with that context. And, uh, you know, that that's really that's the next level. You know, that's the next step.
2: Are you tempted to put out mp3s with this
0: i've thought about it i have here's but the, then here's,
2: i think you don't want to do it because you don't want to handcuff people
0: well i don't like i think there's a lot of different ways to play these and i think there's a lot yeah. of different ways to interpret them i might do a few you know maybe it'd be nice to do a couple i actually used one uh, you know all of us did the itg thing right Right. and and i actually used part of well kindness number 13.
3: I, I have an, i have an play idea you. okay we could each each play, we could each pick one. Oh, okay. I like it. And we make a video of how we think that one goes and put all three of them up as here's an example of Wait, number so we, one.
0: We each we each record the same one? The same one. We
3: just have three different versions. As, oh. Here's a way it could go. That way we're not handcuffed. Any of the three are viable.
0: Right.
2: And the website will be like one version another version and then don't do Bill's version everywhere. right exactly i yeah, no
0: i'm um, mine not this one mine here's is it. not would not be informed perspective at all
3: no he's too close to it so here's <laughs> he has no idea what he wrote no he's first we will we will tell bill exactly what he meant by writing this so yeah <laughs> bill, we
2: don't like the way stop, bill played it stop playing right now but we're going to need you to stop playing stop so composing
0: we'll yeah. what or whatever you call that and please stop with the poetry um <laughs> so as you know i mean because you know elliot because he's my son elliot who's he, yeah, my boys you know, hung out with us he's yeah. definitely joey's boy. he's he's your son but he's my boy he's, but he's joey's boy <laughs> so uh you know the jazz piano thing the the piano thing with him is coming on strong the force is strong so i said hey yeah." Uh, he he opened the book he's like i want to think about would harmonize a couple of these oh nice so he's sitting there i'm like oh my gosh that's great i didn't hear any of that i'm hearing like one five. So he says to me, he goes, you probably were thinking this. (laughs) And he likes chunks on a couple of triads. (laughs) You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. He goes, yeah, what about this? I'm like, oh, so now I'm thinking I need to get him to write me some piano accompaniments for these. Oh, Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So if I do one on a recital soon, I think I might just have him do something and we might record it that way. Oh, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But seriously, so, like well, as a demo, all three of us,
3: we just don't talk. We say, I, what number are we taking? Three different versions. that They're all, mm-hmm. that way it's not, there's no, there's no one One way to do it.
0: All right. Well, Brian's going to want to pick number two, Absent. Oh, no, you know, that's not and the he's title. Gonna,
3: and he's going to play it on cornet too.
0: <sighs> well, he can because I that's can. an option.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the way they should be done.
0: Right, are, we right <laughs> are we picking one right now? There it is. Are we picking one right now?
3: Uh we we can.
0: What's You're, the challenge? Uh, this is like Bill's new book challenge. It's uh it's your book. You you no, can no, no, no. you, you get guys, to pick
3: no you get to pick the first one.
0: Well I I'd I'd probably pick beauty. All right. Beauty Although that's this. not my it's not I'm you just probably shouldn't have favorites. No. I I do have a favorite.
3: You can have favorites and not like children. We could oh. butcher it. Are you about to tell which one of your children's a favorite on, on the podcast? No, I would never say. Thing, and here's the thing. Only the one that listens is going to find out.
0: Right. Exactly. I would never embarrass my middle son like that. <laughs> that was aimed at the older wow. two or the old at the, the book. Nice. End boys. Um, right now, yeah, Olivia
3: is furious. She knows and she's not even listening.
0: Um, I, my favorites, 23. Which one? Hold on. What's unconditional. Un- 23 is unconditional. However, I am partial to, to kindness. I like that one a lot. But I, yeah, I would love to hear us do. There it is. 23 is the answer. All
3: right. We're all
0: going to record number 23. When are we doing this? I don't know. Soon. All right.
2: Yeah, it should be pretty soon because it should be. Yeah, like, we're, we're this, gonna, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have them out Twenty.
0: The time we uh, do this.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unconditional. Cool
0: yeah because it's got some opportunities in there for interpretation
3: yeah absolutely right yeah it says rubato yeah
0: with rubato and a commitment to the, to line, the line is actually what it says yeah no, and then later it, it says clingingly know it i wrote it <laughs> exactly yeah Are and we then it a says
2: reading of the poem as well
0: i it, well, i mean we could but no we'll just we don't play. have to do that We can post the poem. How's that?
3: We'll post the poem. I like it.
0: And then it's up to the person to read the poem and then see who got closest. Oh, I I like this. Oh, oh,
3: wow. Did you just make this a competition? I'm the one from Texas. How did you do that? These are chair auditions.
0: Yeah. Look... I don't care if I beat you. I just got to fall in line in front of Craig Morris somewhere.
3: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Poor Craig.
0: Craig running a close second to Anton (laughs) Weininger. Well, listen, that about does it for today. We've come to the end of yet another episode. Thanks for joining us on the open bell. And now listen, we've got a full docket for this season. So please stay tuned with us, right? stay tuned and tell your friends season two is underway. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell.